You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. My soul thirsts for God is the title of this devotion. You know, there's this beautiful song, As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. You alone are my heart's desire. Oh, I love that little song. I really enjoy it and, and because it's so real to me. You know, it is a good thing when you still have a real thirst for God in your heart and that that wakens you morning by morning and that causes you to think when you go to sleep or maybe get up in the middle of the night for some reason that you just immediately kind of go, Oh, Lord, I long for you. I long for you, Lord. I want to read to you this famous Psalm 42, the first couple of verses here out of the Passion Translation, okay? And it's a real sweet way that the Scripture comes to our hearts here. It says, I long to drink of you, O God, drinking deeply from the streams of pleasure flowing from your presence. My longings overwhelm me far more of you. Again, my longings overwhelm me for more of you. My soul thirsts, pants, and longs for the living God. I want to come and see the face of God. Day and night my tears keep falling and my heart keeps crying for your help while my enemy mocks me over and over saying, where is this God of yours? Why doesn't he help you? So I speak over my heartbroken soul. Take courage. Remember when you used to be right out front leading the procession of praise when the great crowd of worship worshipers gathered to go into the presence of the Lord. You shouted with joy as the sound of a passionate celebration filled the air and the joyous multitude of lovers honored the festival of the Lord. So then, my soul, why would you be depressed? Why would you sink into despair? Just keep hoping and waiting on God, your Savior, for no matter what, I will still sing with praise, for living before His face is my saving grace. <laughs> for no matter what, <laughs> I love this, for no matter what, I will still sing with praise, for living before His face is my saving grace. Here I am, depressed and downcast, yet I will still remember you as I ponder the place where your glory streams down from the mighty mountain tops. Oh, my deep need calls out to the deep kindness of your love. Hallelujah. All day long, you promise of love is over me. All day long, God's promises of love are all over me. Through the night, I sing his song, for my prayer to God has become my life. 
I don't know what else to do, Father, but to worship and sing. I have nothing on this earth but you, and there's nothing in heaven I look for but you, Father. Psalm 73, David says that. What a good place to be when you truly thirst for God, when you truly long for the living God as the, as the deer pants for the water, and that you have this inward yearning to know the Father. It is what wakens you up from the grave of self-indulgence and worldly distractions. And you again come into that place of intimacy with the loving Heavenly Father as His Spirit and His love fills your heart by the Holy Spirit. And you begin to sing with a new song. Oh, Oh, I plead with you, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, begin to sing, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, there's so many easy songs to sing. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, praise the name, praise the name of the Lord. This Psalm I'm gonna to read to you right now, is the Psalm of David. It's a very famous Psalm of David, but it's very close to my heart because when, when Virginia and I were in the hospital when she was about to give birth to our daughter, Gabriella, the doctors came in and gave the most horrific and insensitive report. I mean, it was disgusting, really. I think they must have been tired. They must have been working for 20 hours and just had nothing left and just said, hey, do you know there's no arms, no legs on the fetus and that there's growths all over the head? Would you like us to cut it away? And Virginia said, that's my baby, no. He said, well, in that case, we can't help you. Somebody else will come and they walked out. I mean, like, wow, wow. And we both looked at each other and tears came to our eyes and this scripture came out of my heart. That moment I said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continuously be upon my lips. Oh, hallelujah, I began bless the Lord. I began to just speak this psalm. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. And as the, as I, that just came out of me by the Holy Spirit and Virginia and I, we were just praying and worshiping and we looked at each other and we said, we trust in the Lord. We trust in the Lord. We trust in the Lord. You see, when you stay thirsty, you will stay satisfied. Jesus said, they that hunger and thirst for right righteousness shall be filled. The th thirsty soul shall be satisfied, the scripture says. When you keep thirsting for God, that you just can't live without him, and you can't just go on your life as if, as if prayer and praise and his word are not essential to daily living but you daily long for the word, you daily long to worship, then you stay thirsty. And then the Lord is able to keep you drinking out of the fountains of his everlasting love and joy. And David says in this Psalm, I sought the Lord. In other words, he wasn't obvious to me, but I sought and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him from all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts 
in him. I plead with you today, let that thirst for God stir back up again in you. If it has become a bit low, if you have satisfied yourself a bit too much with the things of the world, and you're more thirsty to watch a certain program or to read a certain book or something else, maybe you say, Lord, I'm allowing myself to be satisfied by that which has no life in it, by that which doesn't truly satisfy. I don't want to be kept entertained and miss the great good things you have stored up for me. Psalm 31 verse 19, I think God has good things stirred up, stored up for those who fear him. It's right here, so I might as well read it to you. 31, 19, oh, how great is your goodness which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. In other words, not just in heaven waiting, it will be here on earth for us. How great is your goodness which you have laid up or stored up for those who fear you and prepared for those who trust in you. I, I, I honestly have this sweet anticipation from the Holy Spirit that God has good things for, for you, for me, for us, I really do. In the face of all the challenges in this world and in daily living, I have this sweet expectation. And I love that expectation. I love that hope that comes by the Holy Spirit that even when things are hopeless, you have this hope that no, God is good. God is good. David said in Psalm 27 verse 13, what, what would happen to me? if I had not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord while I'm still alive, that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Psalm 23, verse 6, Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will be in the house of the Lord forever. David had this anticipation of good things. You know, friends, that's where the heart stays healthy when it has hope. The scripture says in Proverbs that the heart becomes ill when hopes fail. But it's amazing. I, I said to Virginia yesterday, <laughs> it was funny. I said to her yesterday, I said, you know, darling, I really, really feel that we're living in the day that the things the Lord had spoken are ready to come to pass. It's, <laughs> She looked at me, she said, you say that every year, but it hasn't happened yet. I said, I know, but honestly, I have this sweet, happy expectation. The graces that I'm seeing coming from his presence, I've not known like this. The abilities by which he employs me in his service, I have not known to this way. The love that I feel in our marriage is sweeter than ever. Wine is matured to, to a point where it is ready to be drunk and, and until then we have to wait for its maturing. And the same is true often in the things that God's predestined to us, that he's prepared for us. And he often keeps us in that place of thirsting and thirsting until that time when the satisfaction will fulfill his divine purpose for our life. 
when he brings us into the fullness of that which he's predestined us to. We have that, of course, eternally for the coming of the Lord Jesus, but also in this life he has things predestined for what he has prepared. So let me close with you this verse. I had it ready here in Philippians chapter 4. Listen to this. Verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. In other words, even when things, when you get a negative report or even when it's disappointing, you expect it, it to be a good report and it wasn't. You expect it to go right and it went wrong. My father said something that stuck with me. He said, Robert, Robert, in Dutch, Robert, our disappointments are his appointment. I have had some disappointments in this life, and some of them really had an effect on me that took some time for that to work out whatever was involved with all that. But that little word, my disappointment or his appointment, always kind of kept me looking up and saying, okay, Lord, I don't understand all this, but what I do understand is enough for me to know it's all okay. I know you love me and I trust in your love. And that's what he says here. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Maybe you haven't tasted or seen good things to the degree that you had anticipated. And yet, yet, sweetly within you, there is this Holy Spirit thirst that keeps coming back up, that you keep saying, but Father, but Lord, I trust you. And in other words, hope arises, expectation arises, the thirst for God to bring to pass what he has implanted in your heart, the seed that he's put there. It comes back up again, and you know that the Lord's not finished, but that he will complete the good work that he's began. So I want to encourage you, rejoice in the Lord always, no matter what the circumstances are. And again, I would say rejoice. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. And God's peace shall be yours, that tranquil state of the soul assured of its salvation through, the, through Jesus Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort it is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your heart and minds through the Lord Jesus. Wow. So while we have that thirst for God and for all that he's predestined to, we have this peace that guards our hearts and minds. And if anybody would look at you and say, you know, you always talk about that by his stripes you're healed, but you still have all these symptoms. You smile and say, yeah, that's right, I believe. And what keeps my heart steady is that I trust in God. And my goodness, the day will come that they will see that you who believed will see and taste all God's goodness. And then you can say to them, come, join me, follow me. 
because if you live by faith, you're well-pleasing to God. Amen. Have a good day.